0: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring, boring, boring.
1: Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you, you, you. You still have bro man run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlemachia. This is Brock Hole. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball. Baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. So, take me about your history of coaching third base.
2: Well, I don't. I don't have a ton of history of it. I don't have a lot of experience with it. Um, obviously, did a little bit in the minor leagues at times, just filling in when the, when the manager was gone, stuff like that. Um, and then in two thousand twenty-one, when I was on uh, Cleveland staff, mm-hmm. Tito stepped away in our in our third base coach. Mike Sarball went to the bench, and so then I got a, I got the whole second half of twenty-one at third base. So for me, that was unbelievable. Well, huge. Right? Unbelievable yeah. learning experience, right? Really, my first time ever coaching third base for an extended period of time and it was at the major league level so in in those yeah, 80 totally games not. or whatever i learned a ton yeah, you know so i made some mistakes um i did some good things i feel like that i learned a lot in that point in time so it's interesting like that year i always thought i always wanted to stay at first base that's what i wanted
1: did you really yeah i, always to... I thought it was always like a promotion
2: to... no. i mean I, i've just always been passionate yeah. about you know reading the pitchers and yeah, stuff like that and working with the base cool. dealers and all that but after that 21 year i started to feel myself want to go across the field at some point in time so that's kind of uh, you know i'm blessed with the
1: opportunity grateful for ac and the front office to be able to trust me to do that did it i don't know what it is. i guess did it surprise you that i mean was there something that he had talked about at all i obviously we don't know like coaching staff but for you is like when when the when the opening's there would Was it something you said, hey, you know, I'd like to try that? Or did they come to you with the idea? How did that work?
2: You know, I I think, um, you know, I think just the conversation. And and I think, you know, AC... A.C. needs to have somebody over there he trusts, and, and I feel like that's a great honor for me because I feel like for him to want to put me over there, I mean, that that just shows his trust in me to be able to do the job, and it's an important job. It's, you know, it's a, it, it really is. You're in the game a lot. So oh, yeah, it's an important job. It, yeah, it's an important job. So, you know, it's I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward. To it. It's going to be a challenge. I'm looking forward. I mean, Fenway brings a lot of challenges right, um, with that coaching position, and so, um, like I said, I'm just honored to, to be in this position,
1: especially for this organization and, and for, you know, AC. You know. So, what did you learn in those games in Cleveland? What was the thing that you said, you know, we all go into life and we're like, you know, we think we know it, and then mm-hmm. you do it and you don't. What did you learn? You know,
2: um, so, DeMarlo Hale, who, who I've oh, yeah. been here, he's coached third base in, in Boston, you know, he, he was manager, he was interim manager there, and, you know i made some mistakes i got some guys thrown out Mm -hmm. and he always he always told me he said you got to get guys thrown out you have to get guys thrown out because then you have a gauge right you have you have kind of a gauge what you can do and what you can't do and you know i I made some i made some bad decisions in in those you
1: know 80 games and i would always were they i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt but were the decisions on the air of of caution or throwing guys out the decisions were
2: more on the on the side of being more aggressive, okay, right. and, and um, you know, every time I came off, every time that happened, you know, he was there and he was like, you know, you have to trust your instincts. Whatever your instincts tell you in that moment, you have to trust. Mm-hmm. And you you've done all the preparation you need to do to to coach in that moment, and just trust your instincts and trust trust the preparation you've done. And that like you know that cleared my mind a little bit, and I was able to you know learn a lot
1: about what I can and can't do over there. Did you do any of those games at Fenway? I did, yeah, I, yeah, I did. I, I, I think we had a three-game set, yeah, three-game set up so anyway. it's it's unique. I mean, like I love very unique. I mean, and this is one of the good things about honestly, Jet Blue Park is that you get a yeah. sense of that. Yeah. But you know, I love talking, I love talking to Marlow about yeah. this. I love talking about the intricacies. I mean, I remember, for instance, um, I remember that you, you, Brian Butterfield used to say he had to run out almost onto the field in the right. ball in the corner. Right. And I don't know if you had any unique situations in your three games. I don't know. Actually, actually, that exact play, right? So it's so, a. Um, I think it would, yeah.
2: Runner on first, runner on first base, kind of a you know a base hit, base hit down the left field line, and it got all the way down into the corner. Yeah. And we had a fa- we had a faster runner because there was going to be an opportunity to, to score him in that moment, and I'm. And you know, DeMarlo had talked to me about that that situation and get get in. Well, I was stuck in a bad spot, so I send the guy, and I don't even see. I can't you even can't see. Even they see disappear. It. You know, they disappeared yeah. out the corner. Luckily, it, it was it was the right decision, and and um, you know, the guy was safe. But that was one that was one situation. You talk about learning, like where to stand in, in certain situations, not only on that play, but. I don't think you can't. You're not supposed to cross the line, right? You can, you can, you can get as far. You can get you can as get far the as you playing can. Field. You can't obstruct
1: anything. Okay, right? but you can get
2: onto the playing field. You can get onto the playing field, or you okay. can get, you can get up to the line. Okay. I, I, We'll, uh, we'll, we'll iron that out, but I've seen I've seen base runners go to the outside. of, they, uh, yeah, of coaches. yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah.
1: You, you just can't obstruct the throw. That yeah, was so insane. at Fenway. I mean, obviously, like from your perspective, last year you get to see like <laughs> you're, you're probably looking at like Carlos and said like, oh, that was interesting. Sending like so you look at all the nooks and crannies and everything else. Oh yeah. So now you're in this position. You talk about preparation. Like, what are some of the things like that? Maybe, as a as having looked at the park as much as you have, compared to those three games, that you know more about the park other than the left field thing. I, I would, I would say, I would say just.
2: No ball, no no ball in play is the same, mm-hmm. right? Regardless of where it is, it goes down. It goes down the left field line, goes down the right field line, goes off the wall, it goes off the monster and left center field gap. None of them are really the same, mm-hmm. and, and, and you get different types of bounces and all that. So, you just have for me, you just have to have a really good understanding of who your runner is. You have to have a really good understanding who that outfielder is, mm-hmm. his tendencies, his arm strength, his ability to get the ball out in the air quickly and then also you know just the the different bounces that might happen some things you you know ball down the right field line that small little jet out that yeah. we see all the time yeah. what happens you know guys try to go stop that ball before yeah. it gets all the way to the back and next thing you know it clips off that side and then that ball that ball kicks and, and gets past the defender so I just think all those different different plays not every single one is going to be the same you know what I mean yeah. so just having that idea
1: and the unique thing too is you work with the outfielders mm-hmm. so you know what they're going to too right no, there's no <laughs> doubt about it it's not that's that's one thing, that's one thing.
2: It's very, it's very tough. I mean, these are these are major league players, and, yeah. they're, and they're the best at what they do, the best in the world. It's really hard. It's really hard to have everything line up, ball in play, secure the ball cleanly, transfer transfer the ball efficiently, get the ball in the air quickly, and make an accurate throw with in a situation where the catcher the the fielder can tag the runner. Yeah. I think there's times where we give outfielders too much credit That they can do that consistently, right? right. So, so I think just having that understanding And, and taking that type of mentality uh, Into
1: it, I think is You know,
2: it, it helps me out Just having that understanding
1: Well, And also, in terms of the outfielders Rafael for instance, is a great fielder, right? But he's at Fenway Park You know? It's one thing to run into the triangle, to, mm-hmm. or to oh, yeah. right field, and all yeah. that. And so, to get the time you had with him, oh, yeah. it must have been like, you know, for him, like huge. Right? It's, it's huge. I mean, anytime,
2: you know, there's a little bit of a learning curve when you come into Fenway and play the outfield for the first time, right? Yeah, like yeah. The, there's a learning curve, and it takes it takes a little bit of time. The nuances of the, of the bounces off the wall, right? The triangle in center field, obviously right field, probably the toughest right field in the game to play. Hmm there's a learning curve there and so for for some of those guys you know uh willie and and rafa to be able to get some of those reps
1: Mm and at at the field is is going to be huge for us this year for sure how would you classify yoshida so yoshida to me again without dealing with analytics i test Mm -hmm. It felt like when he got to balls, he would usually make the play. And I also felt he got more comfortable with the wall as the season mm-hmm. went yeah, on. Yeah. Would that be fair? You said when he got to balls. When he, he, would when make he the got to play. Like So Absolutely. athletically, I think that you know, there's a challenge there. Mm-hmm. But, but when he got there, he, he made the play. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's sort of my perception of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I mean, you know what?
2: Um, you know, obviously, obviously you know, the foot speed and all that, like, He's, he's not the fastest guy on the field right. right? And but I think exactly what you said like if he gets there he's going he's going to make the play he's very he's very fundamentally sound in, in, in that sense yes at times he can get better jumps and you know maybe he can be more explosive at times to be able on the front end of those routes to be able to maybe finish a couple of those balls that aren't necessarily 80-90% catch probability right and he did and he got to the point where at times he was finishing some that had 70% catch problems. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the reeds, the reads early on on the low line drives in front, the low line drives directly over his head, mm-hmm. those are the ones that we saw drop at times just because, I mean, you know, he's, he's getting used to
1: the backdrop. So, well, that's well, the thing, he's playing, playing in domes all, like, his whole life, right? Domes, turf, yeah. all that. And so, yes. like,
2: you talk about a learning curve. Yes. I
1: mean, he was trying to learn.
2: Everywhere we went was brand new so, Yeah. So he was. He worked his tail off all year long, and what happened was, I mean, he kind of reaped the benefits. The last month, he played really, he played pretty good defense. In the in the metrics, mm-hmm. reflected that really. And so and so, he was he started to play the ball a little bit better, right? He started to understand where to throw the ball. He started to you know you know be comfortable in those reads, so he started to get better reads and more and more efficient first step, mm-hmm. like direction wise and he started, he started to be consistent making those plays and, and the metrics reflect. Did he actually.
1: feel... Did, I mean, talking to him, I mean, did he feel more comfortable with the wall as it went on to? Do you, I mean, everyone's... The wall's a tricky thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, do you play too shallow? Do you foot, play... Foot? Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember Benintendi had a lot of tr- trouble with the wall. Yeah. Did he yeah. feel com- more comfortable with the wall? I think so. Yeah, yeah I think so. I mean, that was...
2: You know, that was the main thing going in for me. Is like, we got to get this guy comfortable as fast as we can. And that's another thing, you know, going back to what I talked about earlier. Not every... There's not one bounce that's the same off that map, right? Um, He broke a light. Yeah. yeah. How about that? Yeah. So I've never seen that before. Nobody has. I don't know if anybody has. Nobody has. And so just having an understanding of, like... You know, you know the ball. If you're playing left field and the ball goes up to your right, over your head, it's going to hit off the wall. It's going to come straight back, mm. right? If it comes straight at you off the wall to this side, it's going to take that angle. And just having those understandings, and the more he sees those balls, mm. and the more he sees the angles, he started. He started to really be, you know, efficient on on fielding those things off of it. So he's he's going to continue to get better. He works. He works. Tremendously. I mean, he's most—he's he, consistent with his work. Every single day, he wants to go out there. Every single day, and so for me, a guy like
1: that is gonna, just going to continue to get better. How much does JetBlue helped going through that with? With, like, we, you know, ever since it came in 2012, we heard, like, this is a help. And I do believe mm-hmm. it, it yeah. um, Then, But then again, to be honest with you, like, Haley, Haley Ramirez went out there and in, he saw two balls all spring training. So until you get in a game oh, yeah. uh, and you get balls hit to you, mm-hmm. but what is, for a guy like Tyler O'Neill or mm-hmm. something like that, how much does that actually help the JetBlue thing? I, I mean, just, just yeah, just
2: getting that feel, right? Yeah. As an outfielder, as an outfielder, you're out there and you're getting set up, you're always paying attention to where the world. Right, right like you know i get set up i turn we're, we're looking to see where's the triangle where am i set up to the triangle where am i set up to the corner here where's the monster on me mm. that's that's the biggest benefit because you know the the, the monster in jet blue it's got the netting you yeah, know yeah, so, it's you, different. so it's it's a, it's a different bounce and yeah. even the even the um, surface of it, it it bounces different off those yeah but just in terms of the dimensions of the field it's, it's a huge help and you know what we're going to be what we're able to do is we're able to do some you know team team outfield cut off and relay stuff yeah in, in those different you know unique parts of the ballpark and on the base-running side for us offensively, we're
1: able to do some team base-running stuff with, with um, you know, different balls being put out. Are you doing anything different planning, like anything different coming in spring training? I, I think, I, you know, we're always... Obviously, we're looking to improve. we yeah, got yeah. to be better in all aspects, yeah. right? And so
2: um, I, think, I think just... Just focusing, having a focus, and doing a lot more in the stadium. Okay. I, I think that that's going to be a huge thing for us. Doing a lot more in a stadium and, and you know team base running, team defense stuff like that. I think that that's something that you know we need to take advantage of, of JetBlue and, and and those dimensions right. And even though they're not exactly the same, no, we get we get a we get a good feel for, for actually what it is. And we have to be we have to be the best base running team in Fenway. We have to be the best. Uh, outfield defense in Finlay. Nobody can come in and be better than us. So, you know, we have to step up in that sense for sure.
1: The last thing is, I mentioned Tyler O'Neill. Looking at him, what does he, like, we, he's a good fielder. Mm-hmm. What is the thing that, for you, jumps out? I mean, anytime, anytime a guy comes in, he's got two gold gloves. You know, I mean, that jumps out. On <laughs> his baseball reference base, jumps out. Well, I mean, that, I mean, you yeah. know, that,
2: that just that just garners respect yeah. in yeah. itself, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a, you know a really good thing you win one that's impressive you come in with two so obviously his track record of what he's done and and you know i'm i'm excited you know i learned from these guys i learn from these guys a ton you know and i probably learn more from them than they learn from me mm-hmm. um so i'm i'm looking forward to you know digging in with him and you know getting his perspective on on certain things and you know everybody's everybody's different and everybody has different perspective and you know he might he might have a different thought process on something so i'm looking forward to to taking all those things in and being able to watch him up close because i haven't got a chance to watch him up close a lot you know just just across the field a little bit and and so i'm looking forward to seeing him up close for sure by
1: the way illinois would never send a scout to a michigan game <laughs> ever, ever there's no doubt there's so, no. yeah so so i'm sorry michigan won but better times ahead for illinois Be- better times yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah we're looking forward to that hopefully soon yeah, yeah. we've been waiting for a while all right thanks <laughs>